0: Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget, today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. A ton to get to today. Ooh, it's so exciting. I can't wait. Real quick, last night, something cool happened. And I guess I never really thought about it until it happened last night of... of This being something I wanted to share with my kids. So I put my daughter to bed and I come downstairs and my son is so excited. Dad, guess what I'm watching on TV? I'm like, what? What? Super Bowl 32. (gasps) Oh, the Broncos. If you don't know, if you're not a Broncos fan, that's okay. It's the first Super Bowl that the Denver Broncos won. And guess who's playing in that game? Two individuals that have been on this podcast, one being uh, Mark Schlereth, who's been on multiple times, and the other one being Alfred Williams, who was just on the other day. So he's excited because he loves both those guys. Those guys are so sweet to him, and and especially Alfred. Like, he just, Al's such a sweet guy. But anyway, he's like, dude, which number is Alfred? Which number is, is Stink? So I'm telling him, you know, Schlereth is number 69, and Alfred is number 91, and you know he's just excited. And I got a picture of him just glued to the TV. He was so excited. He said, "Where does Alfred play on defense? Where does where does Stink play on offense?" And and I'm telling him, and he was so excited. And it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm taken back. I'm transported to when I was, geez, I don't even, I was working at Safeway at the time of Super Bowl 32. How weird is that? That tells you how long ago it was. Jesus. I was at my first job and I remember everybody was upstairs in the break room surrounding the TV. One girl was actually working, actually working, earning her paycheck. I got to be honest, it was a fucking ghost town. Nobody was coming in, but she was down there just in case. We're all huddled around this shitty little TV up in the break room, and I'm watching the game. I'm transported to this last night. And we get to the point, and I don't know if he fast-forwarded it or maybe at one time I was watching this, but it it was in the third quarter, late in the third quarter. Guess what happens? Third and six, 11th play of the drive. Elway parks the signals, goes back to throw. Now looks to take off and run. Elway inside the 10 and dives over the foul line. Great play. Great play by John Elway. Just phenomenal. It was the helicopter play. Oh my God. If you've never seen that play, you got to Google John Elway helicopter play. That's what my son saw last night for the first time ever. And The excitement on his face from a game that happened however freaking long ago, 20 some years ago, whatever it was, he was so excited. He's like, Oh my gosh, Dad, he just flew in the air. I was like, I know, I know. And Elwa gets up and he does that fist bump, like, Hell yeah, we're going to win this shit. And he, my son, was so excited. I'm getting like goosebumps. I remember it. I remember seeing this live surrounding that little shitty TV at the Safeway in Broomfield up in the break room. And I'm looking around at the other people up there. Guys, girls, we're all just saying the same thing. This is fucking it. We can feel it. We could feel it. And I got a flashback of that feeling last night watching my son experience Super Bowl 32 because we were watching it on demand with Xfinity and it was really cool such a cool moment such a cool moment that I didn't know that was on the horizon had no fucking clue so I tweeted out the picture of my son just drawn in by the game and Gern Dernberger wrote yeah Watched the last two minutes again as as I happened upon it last night. Absolute uh, remote drop every time. Chills every time. Every freaking time. I know there's a lot of moments in, in sports and television that really just get you going, but that one was huge, huge. If you're a, if you're a football fan uh, uh, and especially a Denver Bronco fan, you saw. The Denver Broncos franchise and John Elway get over that hump. It was so cool. And, and Gern watches watched it, too, last night on, on Xfinity. Then Ben uh, Nuddleman wrote in, I'm watching it now as well. So you're welcome, Xfinity, getting you some extra clicks on demand. <laughs> it was so cool. And my son woke up this morning, and he's like, can we finish the game later today? I'm like, heck yeah, we can. Heck yeah. Oh, man. And I was like, we need to find Super Bowl Thirty Three because he'll freak out because John Madden is, like, in love with Mark Schlereth in that game. If you go back and watch the broadcast, I remember grabbing some sound bites when I worked at the radio station, and I grabbed – A bunch of different sound bites of John Madden just be like, oh, that Mark Slareth, he is one hell of an offensive lineman. He put your hands on you, you're blocked. (laughs) I can't do John Madden, but it was really cool. So we'll we'll have to find that one too. But you know what we need to do right now? Let's jump into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now here are the headlines. (laughs) This is so bizarre. So bizarre. And the more I read into this, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> that's, that's even weirder. Weirder. You've probably seen this because this is now international news. Because when I look for stories, I look for stories here in Colorado, but I also look beyond. So I, that means I go to a lot of different websites. And this is, is, this is everywhere now. A driver tried to switch places with his dog after being pulled over for DUI in a small Colorado town, according to police. The driver was trying to let, was trying to go from, uh, I I can't remember how to pronounce this, Los Animas to Pueblo and went the wrong direction. Ended up in Springfield, Colorado, that's according to police. uh, Springfield Police Chief Clay uh, Clipville conducted a traffic stop on the driver who was going 52 miles an hour in at 30 miles an hour, keep in mind he's drunk, at 11.30 p.m. on Saturday night, and the driver attempted to switch places with his dog when he got pulled over, which was in the passenger seat of the Dodge Challenger. The process was 100% watched and observed by the police officer. He's just sitting there going, what the fuck is happening? Are you kidding me? Could you imagine like the the what the guy is saying to the dog? He's just like, just act cool, bro, okay? Just act cool, say you're sober. <laughs> you're like, dude, not to make fun of uh, drinking and driving, but this is kind of funny. It is. The suspect, who had uh, clear signs of intoxication, according to the police, got out of the passenger side of the car and told the chief that he wasn't The one driving. It was the fucking dog. The dog did it. (laughs) (laughs) When the officer asked whether he'd been drinking, the man tried to run away. But apparently he was too drunk to do so and got caught. The suspect's getaway attempt was cut short about 20 yards from the car when he was uh, apprehended by the police officer. Here's the part that just blows me away. A man and woman who were sober were in the back seat. The car belonged to the woman, according to the police. What the fuck? First of all, don't drink and drive, you fucking idiots. Enough of that shit, man. He's lucky he didn't kill anybody. But what the fuck? There's two people in the back seat that not only were in the car that could have been like, hey, don't say the dog is driving. Say one of them is driving. Now, here's the thing. They're sober. How does that make sense? He must be an overaggressive person for them to not have a backbone to get in the fucking driver's seat and, and drive and be the DD. What the fuck? Those people should be in just as much trouble as him because they should have said, you know what? We're taking the keys. And here's what's crazy. They're probably banging in the back seat. Now, this is just me making assumptions. Don't know if they were. But let's just throw out, you know, rumors. <laughs> Rumors are not truth, okay? But anyway, that's probably what they were doing. Getting a good old-fashioned handy in the back seat. You know what i am seeing in the old Dodge Challenger? Uh, don't drive drunk. Moronic. They were supposed to be going west, and I believe they went southeast. Something like that is, is what it ended up being. What an idiot. You deserve to go behind bars for one DUI. I I, I just... I know there's a lot of people that, that I've talked to that they're like, what's the big deal? It's fine. The, the big deal is people die all the time from this shit. And don't act like that's not a problem. Don't need to get on my soapbox. You know it's wrong. Don't try to justify it that, it that it's an okay thing to do. But, wow, what a fucking stupid way to get in the news. What, what, what's dad famous for? Oh, he's a guy that drove drunk went the wrong way, and uh, when he got pulled over, he tried to put the dog in the driver's seat and say the dog was driving. (laughs) Dad's a moron. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's my daddy. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of dumb, Chipotle customers are trying to get revenge for guacamole and queso upcharges by stealing hot sauces. This is a new TikTok trend. And it's ridiculous, especially as somebody that I've told you this before. I used to manage or I was a shift manager for Chipotle. I was a general manager for Quiznos, a assistant GM for Jamba Juice. I had I I've worked the numbers. I understand the importance of, you know, food control, paper you know, control all that stuff, why it's important not to waste and what happens when people steal from your establishment. So they're, they're mad. These people, these customers are mad and think it's funny to do TikTok videos of them. One, grabbing and stealing the hot sauces and two, grabbing fistfuls of forks, knives, spoons, as well as napkins. They're thinking that they're like these heroes, these vigilantes that are fighting against the crime that is the the upcharge of guac and queso. (laughs) No, you're not doing anything. The only thing you're doing is making it worse. You are. And as somebody that has balanced the books on a weekly and monthly basis, you're making it worse. And I know you're like, it's Chipotle, they're a big company, fuck them. It's like stealing from Walmart, what's the big deal? Well, you're forgetting about the store level. Those people have to pay for for these mistakes or these issues. Okay? You would know that if you ever had to actually be in control of this. Now, here's what's funny, so I, I posted this. And before I get into more info, information on this situation, I posted, you know, this is a new TikTok trend. And Mike wrote in, I've been taking the, that Tabasco Chipotle bottle for years. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but fucked up, Mike. Come on. David wrote, been stealing the uh, the hot sauce from Chipotle since 2003. 2003. Come on, David, Mike, you're the problem. Okay. You're the trendsetters. Yes, I get it. But you're you're the problem. Now, Terry wrote in, "Idiots. Idiots." Exactly, Terry. It's simple. You're idiots for stealing. You're stealing. Guys, I don't know how you want to justify it, but at the end of the day, you're stealing. And what a dumb thing to steal. You shouldn't steal, period. But seriously, what do you serve in time for? Like you're you're a, a habitual stealer. From all the Chipotles, you finally got caught. We finally got him, the son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, bastard. What are you in for? Big robbery, you know, murder. Uh, no, I stole Chipotle bottles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Justin wrote in, if, if this causes Chipotle to start using hot sauce packets, like Taco Bell does, it will also be unfriendly to the environment. It's a lose-lose if the reason to do do it is a price increase. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. And I'll tell you why is what they'll end up doing, guys, is they're just going to put stuff in the back. When I worked at Chipotle, that's what we had to do because our paper cost was going through the roof. We're like, what the heck is going on? And it was the napkins. Everybody grabs a fistful of napkins. So what we had to do? And it was, it was annoying to whoever's working cashier or expediting is we would have to, per uh, customer or per entree, give them one napkin. And it's because of people abusing the system. So if you want more, you got to come back and I'll give you one more napkin. But once we did that, our paper cost was back under control. Nate C. wrote in, That's funny. It's the same basic economics behind why increasing minimum wage causes prices to go up, but no one seems to grasp that little nugget either. You want your burrito wrapper to get $15 an hour? Congrats. That $7 burrito is now $12 so we can pay them. Exactly. It's all the same thing, and we've talked about this before. You got Food costs, labor costs, paper costs, rent, electricity, etc. All that stuff, just from the store level. You can also add that into the distributors. They got to deal with that type of shit too. So wherever the restaurants are getting their food and their, their, their paper goods from, they are dealing with that stuff too. So if they have to pay their employees more, or if, say, somebody is stealing from within the company, They got to make up that cost because ultimately, at the end of the day, a company needs to be profitable. No company is going out there uh, looking to go, you know what, we should break even or maybe just go in the red (laughs) for a couple of years. Why not? Let's see what happens. Well, what happens is you don't have a job and then you don't have employees and you just don't have a business anymore. So you guys... I I know most of you understand this. I do. Uh, It's it's for the people that don't. You guys are screwing it over for everybody else. You're the guy, you know, that ruins it for everybody. You're like, oh, well, if I have to pay an extra 25 cents for guacamole or whatever it is, I'm going to steal your $3 hot sauce. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes fucking sense. And then six months later, like uh, Nate said, that burrito cost is going to go up. You have to make up the cost. It's math. It's it's very basic math, to be honest. I'm not smart. I went to a pool party the other day, and a second grader was explaining to me and others around him the different types of engines and how they function, and I've never felt so dumb in my life because... <laughs> There is two engineers looking at him go, yeah, that's right, man. Way to go. And he's talking about pistons and shit. I don't know. I didn't fucking understand a goddamn word he said, but I knew he was right. (laughs) Here's the thing. You might not fully understand this math, but I'm right. Quit stealing from Chipotle. I understand you want extra napkins for your glove box. I'm always surprised with, uh, like, say I go to Taco Bell. Who was it? Justin talking about, well, yeah, the sauce packets. The, it's funny. You go to different locations, and sometimes you say you order three bean burritos, right? Because that's my thing. It's like three to four. And I, if I get to the fourth burrito, I, I'm hating life, but I'm enjoying the moment, okay? But what's funny is you would expect there to be four hot sauces in there four burritos i i don't know how many times this has happened to me and i can guarantee it's happened to you you go to taco bell and you get say three items four items and there's like 30 fucking hot sauces in there like what are you doing what are you doing come on jesus christ that that would drive me crazy as a manager be like guys why are we spending so much money on on hot sauce packets Because, like I said with everything else, and I'll move on from this here in a second, is it just adds up, slowly adds up. And eventually, you got to make up that cost. It's pretty fucking basic. Quit stealing shit, Mike and David and everybody else. God. Listen, if you want me to go extreme on it, what ends up happening is you're going to be costing people's jobs. Because at the end of the day, it's like if we can't control our food costs, we can't control our paper costs, all this stuff is like we're hemorrhaging in these areas and it's just not able to be fixed. What ends up happening is you end up going to the next stage of like, well, we're not being profitable, so we got to cut people. So we're going to have to start uh, in order to balance out the labor cost in order to have a good overall balance is I got to start getting rid of people. You're costing people's jobs. So fucking quit. And and quit being a pussy about it. Now, here's the thing. I'm not calling Mike and David a pussy about it. I'm really calling the people on TikTok pussies because they're acting like the world is against them. And they're like, oh, I don't want to have to pay extra for guac. Do you think it's free? Do you think? God. Uh, sorry sorry that's my that's my my old school de Huff working in a restaurant uh guy coming out it drives me crazy and as as somebody that has a, a brother that's in the restaurant industry in in Australia and knowing that especially with smaller companies it's it's a struggle it's a daily grind of if somebody did this to my brother's company, I'd be furious, and of course he would be as well. It's like you don't steal, whether you're a customer or an employee. It's like fuck that, man. That's jacked up. Now that being said, I've stolen from my uh, companies in the past. <laughs> I have. I'm going into the truth tree. Not like I've never done it, David or or Mike and everybody else. <laughs> I'm not. I. It sounds like I've never done anything wrong. Up until this point, where I'm going to be honest with you, I have, I've done that stuff. I've never taken a Tabasco before. I really got into restaurants. I used to take just handfuls of like the hot sauce or napkins and stuff like that. Now I I don't do that. But when I worked for companies, especially like when I knew I was leaving, I'm like fuck it. I'm taking this shit. I I know that they don't even give a crap. So I have tongs <laughs> from when I worked at a company that I'm not going to say. It wasn't Chipotle. So, uh, you know, I have I have stuff like that and, and a few other things here and there, but nothing spectacular. I will say, at Chipotle, they were going to throw away this really nice cast iron pan. There was nothing wrong with it. It was just they were trying to upgrade to a slightly bigger pan, and they they just said, hey, just throw it away. And my boss at the time, she's like, would you want this? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I ended up giving it to my mother-in-law, and she ended up using. I don't know what happened to it, but yeah, I, I'm I'm not completely innocent of this as well. But I understand how you can fuck people over. Anyway, anyway, enough of me, enough of me. Ah, <laughs> oh, and like I said, what uh, the fix for this is? They put everything behind the counter. And treat you like a fucking kid or treat you like you're in prison where you have to ask for things. Be like, can I get a fork? Yes, here you go. One fork. Can I get some napkins? Yes, here's one napkin. Maybe two napkins. Can I get some of that hot sauce to use? Yes, here you go. I'll need it right back. Right? They're treating you like a little kid because you can't be trusted. Or uh, enough people to justify doing this can't be trusted. So... Next time you see somebody doing something wrong, be like, dude, you're just fucking us all over. Quit doing that shit. All right, we got more coming your way, but first, bring that big bet energy this summer with Superbook Sports. Ah, big bet energy. I know what you did there, Superbook. <laughs> Superbook Sports is the most trusted name in sports betting. And right now, use promo code High to score up to $250 with their first Bet bonus, win or lose, they're going to match your first bet up to two hundred and fifty dollars with the promo code Mile High. Simply visit SuperBook.com for terms and conditions, or do what I do and download the SuperBook Colorado app in your app store. Very easy to do. Enter the promo code Mile High, and you're going to get that two hundred fifty dollar bucks. Two hundred fifty dollar. I t- said two hundred fifty dollar bucks. <laughs> I'm dumb. (laughs) Courtesy of Superbook Sports. Gambling problem? No worries. Call 1-800-522-4700. It's funny because uh, as I'm looking for stories, I found like these three stories that involved outer space. So I'm going to go through them real quick. So you could soon have a Michelin star meal served to you as you're on the edge of space, could you imagine that you're you're up in some sort of spacecraft, and next thing you know, you're being served like a Michelin-style, you know, level meal. Not like you're gonna go up there and be like, "Here's some, uh, you know, uh, a sandwich, ham <laughs> and cheese. Do you want mayonnaise on there? Because that's gonna be extra. Gonna be extra." <laughs> no, okay. So, what do you think about that? Now, here's the thing. It's going to be right around $130,000. But they're thinking this could possibly be happening as of next year. Now, obviously, when you see that price tag, it would be a neat experience. Not necessary, but a neat experience. But it's for the rich people if I ever won a trip to do it or somebody offered to pay for me, yeah, I would do it. I would do it. I, I think it's, a, it's an, an amazing experience. And in all honesty, the older I get, the more I realize life is about having good experiences. And, and if something like this ever popped up and I had the opportunity to go, I would do it. I would do it just to say I did. And, and it's like me when I rode a bull when I was 18 years old. I only wrote it once, but I can say I did it, and it's a great experience. Hurt like hell, but I can say I did it. So I think that's kind of the same thing with this, is if you had the money to just throw at this, would you do it? It It'd be hard not to. It would. But I got to be honest. That food better be fucking amazing. And speaking of that, I'm not really... Fond of like super fancy meals. So it's got to be like a good steak. Oh, here's what's funny too. Cause like, I would be happy if it was like just a really good burger, really good fries. I know I'm such a dipshit, but I think that would be good. But you know, it'd be like some like fancy. These are uh, handcrafted, uh, hand carved carrots. <laughs> like what? Yeah. See how they shaped like a bunny. That's $5,000 extra. Anyway, so I think that would be an interesting thing to do. You can also, they're thinking about and they're dealing with this right now, trying to figure it out, but it looks like you'll soon be able to fly from London to Sydney, Australia, in less than two hours. That's actually within a decade they plan on having that available to the public. So, what you would do, what they would do is you shoot up into the uh, outer space uh realm area i <laughs> oh, sorry i don't mean to get on technical with all my 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 scientific terms <laughs> in the space area of uh, uh anyway so you go up and then you go back down boom <laughs> two hours later you're you're going from london to sydney i think that would be cool and obviously, they'd get that uh, through, uh, via the United States as well. Me, somebody that has a as family in Australia, I think that would be cool. They don't give a price tag on this, but you could only imagine that's going to be a hefty price tag. But if you can afford it, how fantastic would that be? I mean, I mean, how awesome? Be like, <laughs> could you imagine, though? That's going to be an intense flight going all the way up and then coming back down. I imagine it's it'd be there'd be a lot of g-force in that. I don't know, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Uh, let's see. The company called Space Perspective is offering couples an unforgettable way to say "I do." What are they doing? Well, they're giving you a chance to essentially float up to outer space. Basically, it's it's like a hot air balloon. Hopefully, it doesn't get shot down by the U.S. government. <laughs> but anyway. You, it, there, it's on their spacecraft called Neptune, and it's a gentle, what they say is a gentle experience for newlyweds. And you'll you'll lift off the ground at right around 12 miles per hour and then slowly make your ascent up into, you know, the, the space area. God, man, I sound so smart when I talk about space. I just can't think of the, the atmosphere. Nobody's tuning in for my brains. Okay. Nobody. (laughs) They're like, he is just so smart. He is. He is. He's special. Anyway, would you do that? I mean, so basically, you're in a space balloon, slowly lifting off and going up into the, you know, certain parts of the atmosphere and you're close to space. And then you get married up there. Would you do that? There's no rockets. And it's propelled by renewable hydrogen. Uh, I mean, it seems like a good idea. Although it seems like it would take forever to get up there. They're thinking this is going to be available as of late of 2024. Now, guess what the price tag is for this? Per seat. Per seat on this. $125,000 per seat for this. So basically, it's just you and your significant other. Because, let's be honest, (laughs) that's just ridiculous. Again, the only people that are going to be partaking in this are rich people. The people that have just way too much money. Again, it would be a neat experience. It would. But, come on, that's just not logical to to be doing something like that and spending that kind of money. Denver has filled 3,000... 537 potholes this is as of yesterday's article on 9 news uh since the start of 2023 that's 430 over what they were last year at this time and with all this rain that we've just gotten uh and we got more on the way here in the Denver metro area that's just going to increase and it's just something to look out for as you drive around potholes are going to be everywhere. I was, where was I yesterday? And I was like, wow, this, oh, it's just my normal route to drop the kids off at school. And, in just the amount of potholes that have developed it over the weekend. I'm like, wow, that's fascinating. It's annoying, but fascinating. It really makes me worried about freaking, uh, sinkholes. Like, oh my God, like, like living in What is it, like uh, Florida, where they always have like sinkholes and stuff like that. Oh, that'd be awful. Scary stuff, scary stuff. LeBron James is in town as the Denver Nuggets take on the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. And that means that the media presence is way over the top. It's like quadrupled at the sack. Which, by the way, the sack, if you didn't know, I am the one that created the nickname The sack for ball arena, you can do the math. Yes, I am the one. I I'm not certain about a lot of things in life, but I am the one when when ball, they got the naming rights for it, and I was like, you call it the sack, and I remember telling uh, that saying that live on the air where Schlereth and Evans and like Mike almost peed his pants. It was hilarious. So anytime somebody mentions the sack on a radio station. You have the duty to text into that show and say, Huff named it the sack. Give him credit. Da Huff uncensored podcast. I swear to freaking God, I will make out with. No, I won't make out with you if you do that. But I will give you a big gentle hug, okay? Because that bugs the crap out of me." I was listening to Schlereth the other day, and they're just like, the sack, this, the sack, that. And I'm like, that's mine. Give me credit, motherfuckers. (laughs) Anyway, it's been a weird show. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) If you guys want to reach out to the podcast, I suggest you do. I love hearing from you. At gmail.com, or you can hit me up on my socials dehuff podcast and it was funny i was talking to somebody that i used to work with and they were just like i need i need your help on they were reading that that article that i i kind of wrote slash was interviewed by bold journey and he, if you ch- find me on twitter or facebook stuff like that you can find the article bold journey and I'm talking about creativity and, and the importance of social media and how you got to humble yourself with social media. It's ever, it's always changing. It's, it's so frustrating because once you get it figured out, then then something happens and, and it's the, the algorithms are changed. But anyway, I was talking to somebody I used to work with and he's just like, you know, I need your input on this. And I thought that was cool. And he's like, I read your article. It was really good. A lot of great stuff in there. Probably mad because I didn't say he was one of my creative influences. Awkward. <laughs> but anyway, uh, if you haven't checked it out, go go do it. Go to it's, it's probably easier if you go to my Facebook page or my my Twitter page, and then scroll down and you'll find it eventually of uh, me talking with Bold Journey. And there's a lot of other great entrepreneurs out there that are you know that they have also great information on how to deal with creativity as well as other things out there. So definitely worth checking out. And it's all Colorado based, I believe. So it's really neat to see some of the other companies out there, the other people that what they do in order to try and find success and not just find it, but hold on to it because that's a hard thing. You might, you might find success in whatever you do in life, but the trick is can you hold on to it? And so how long is it gonna last? So that's just something that you is worth checking out. So again, i'll', I'll maybe I'll post the link in this uh, the details in this for this episode. But anyway, thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. Have an amazing day. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. You guys are great. It's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward.